0: On the show this evening, can anyone beat Trump? HBO does Muhammad Ali and racism in England. Welcome to Bob's Fish Bowl, everybody. I am Bob Van Dyne, or is still absolutely no one calls me Tijuana. Bob over there, the extra-dimensional Fish Bee, who may or may not bring us A-game this evening. We'll soon see. But before we get to Fish B and his magic treasure trove of questions... I gotta do something for you, And then you let me know, you let me know what this is as soon as you know what it is, all right? I'll be, I'll be listening carefully. You know what that is? You know what that sound is? That's the sound of the impossible. My friends, that is the sound of one hand clapping. They said it couldn't be done. They said it couldn't be. Maybe I have Marfan syndrome. <laughs> I'm not sure. But that's the, that's the sound of one hand clapping. Also, they say, everyone puts on their pants two legs at a time. Not me. I like to sit on the edge of my bed, and just to be a contrarian, I like to put on my pants two legs at a time. All right, Fishby. Your turn. Question one from the fishbowl of fire, dare I say. Question one. How did you screw up talking about Alabama's new abortion law last night? That's a fair question. I said everything I wanted to say about the Alabama abortion law last night and, and just how ridiculous and, and stone age it is. It's 2019 Alabama. But the point I really wanted to make, and it, it, other people have made this. You know this by now, but, but I feel like just in case. But Pat Robertson who's been doing the 700 Club for like 142 years. Pat Robertson, of all people. Nobody's liberal. Pat Robertson said crazy shit about Obama all the time. Pat Robertson says this Alabama law is too harsh and goes too far. And if you're too extreme for Pat Robertson, you're pushing the envelope. Even for Alabama. Next question. Do you agree with Mark Cuban that no current 2020 Dem can beat Trump? Do I agree with Mark Cuban that no current 2020 Dem can beat Trump? I mean, even with Bill de Blasio in the field, even with de Blasio it, making it 23 candidates, I disagree with Mark Cuban. I think he's kind of yanking his own chain there because he imagines this world where the Democrat Party is in such disarray in a few months that the Democratic Party begs and pleads for a Jesus-like Mark Cuban to walk through the door and offer us all salvation from Donald Juanita Trump. I think that's what, Cuban is kind of a megalomania. I think that's what he's thinking. But as of now, I think, I mean, have you seen the polls? There's plenty. If the election were held today, unfortunately, it's not. But if it were held today, Biden would beat him. Even Buttigieg, Kamala Harris, is it's tied. Bernie Sanders would even beat Trump at this point. I, I'm not sure I totally believe that, but. But in the Trump presidency, I mean, weeks seem like years, months seem like decades, 18 months to go. I mean, we have to get, I mean, it's only the middle of May now. And by the time we get to November, we're still a year away from the presidential election. There is, so much time and i just i just i just hope it's not so exhausting just the day in day out of the trump soap opera and the palace intrigue i hope it's not so exhausting that our average neighbor our average american citizen not like us like political nerds but will actually not get turned off and just and just repulsed by the entire thing and I hope this is an election cycle where people are motivated to get to the polls and not motivated to ignore the whole thing because American politics has never been consumed with more bullshit. As global media embudsman, yeah, that's me, your GMO. As global media ombudsman, what grade do you give HBO's Muhammad Ali doc? Oh, this was a two-parter. I started watching it late last night on on Monday. I have HBO now. And and by the time I finished the first hour and 22 minutes, the second hour and 20-something minutes was up there. I thought it was great because it was all Muhammad Ali in his own voice. And Muhammad Ali is one of my three heroes. I adore him. He stood up and took a very unpopular view at the time with the Nation of Islam and the Vietnam War, went from being the most hated person in America when he wasn't going to Vietnam. Boxing took his title away. He didn't fight for three years. And then came back and got a son. Just an amazing story, an amazing human being. Again, From the most hated human being to lighting the Olympic torch in an emotional moment in Atlanta in 1996. A plus for this documentary about Muhammad Ali. So much of his poetry is in it. He's just was such an interesting, cool, and uh, uh, provocative guy in all the right ways. Just provocative in in, in all the right ways. Next question. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Yeah, we got it. Your name's in the question. How many people asked if you got a perm last night? Yeah, I, t- I told you I, I described my look. It is uh, it is it is curly. It, it's uh, crazy. I I don't comb it anymore. I just get out of the shower and I dry it. And now that it's kind of becoming summer around here, it just it, again it looks like a mop and a Q-tip, a devil's triangle on a comet. It's not a good. Look. Last night, only one person, Fishby. Only one. Asked me if I got a perm, so that was nice, you know. She's a cute girl, so we, we got her. I think, she was, I think she was just teasing. She was just teasing, right? I don't really look like I have a perm, do I? I do? All right, fair enough, fair enough. All right, uh, can't a thinking per? Oh, this is the toughest question of the bunch, I think, at least that I've seen lately. Wow, 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 wow. Can't a thinking person come to the conclusion... England was better before the Muslims and not be a racist. Man, this this stems out of the conversation we were having last evening about Morrissey wearing the far-right pin for the Britain political party for Britain, which really their only political philosophy is anti-immigration and a a lot of Islamophobia. Anti-immigration and a lot of Islamophobia. Can't a thinking person come to the conclusion England was better before the Muslims and not be a racist? They have had a, I'm not going to say a massive, but, but they've had a, a, a large influx of Muslim community. But, but Muslims make up 1.5 billion of Earth's 7 billion people. I really have a tough time with this. I, I suppose, in a weird way, I can't imagine a reality where a thinking man does come to that conclusion, but, but even that, I think unconscious bias weighs into that. I mean, Morris, what is he, 57, 59? I, I forget. I believe we had the age last night, if you remember. But Muslims have been in England his entire life. I understand because of dramatic news coverage and Rupert Murdoch and what he's done to to England makes one think that violence and terrorist attacks are on this huge uptick. And really, I think even in England, Muslims are more likely to be the victim of a hate crime than perpetrate. A hate crime. So I, I don't I don't think a thinking person can come to the conclusion that England was better before the Muslims and not be a racist. I, I just think there's some some unconscious inherent bias there that they're not being honest with themselves about. Dear Uncle Bob, how many shows have you done now? It's, uh, it's a good question. How many how many have we done now? I I think this is. I mean, going five nights a week, and obviously there's been some times when I when I've been under the weather. Or we, we've taken a day off here, or there for travel day. This is, I think, two hundred and ninety three, and part of me wants to stop at three hundred, take take a little break there. There's this other project I need to work on, but we're not going to do that. So, and and the only reason we're not is is because we're we're just a couple weeks now from. Isaiah, the tiny player, our nine-year-old producer, we're, we're just a couple weeks away from him actually being back in-house. And, and when he and one of my daughters are around me, uh, I've told you before how just impossible, just impossible it is to live without them emotionally. I, I swear, I, sometimes I just barely make it through the day. I just constantly miss them so much. But when they're here... My heart is filled with, with so much joy, and, and my mood is just innately better, and life is just better, and food tastes better, and you sleep better, and you stress. L- I mean, everything is better. So I, I, I think the show will be, uh, will will be, will be easier in in a lot of ways. I, I know last summer we had we had a lot of fun with a little guy. So, two hundred ninety three shows. Five nights a week, no interviews, no co-hosts. Average running time probably like twenty-seven minutes. I think we'll run a little short of that tonight, but that's a lot of content over the course of a year and a half, right? That's a lot of content. So we're doing all right. We're doing all right. And we're still slowly like we we haven't got to a point where we've started shedding. Uh, listeners uh, substantially. I, I mean, there's always kind of an ebb and flow to it. it goes up, it goes down. That, that's what, that's what numbers do. When you're in radio, that's what ratings do. They they go up, they go down. But but overall, it's been it's been a steady like month over month climb. So I think we can all be proud of that. Thank you for uh, telling your friends about the show. Since I have no social media presence at all, it's your job to tweet it. I I, I, I have done. Next question. Yo, it's me, Fish B again. No. <laughs> Zip it, fish bee, at a watering hole. What's a dirty bush? How do have? <laughs> well, I realize it it's it's it sounds more provocative than it is. A, a dirty bush, fish bee, is just when you take your bush mills on the rocks and instead of you know killing the earth. And get and wasting some of that that watery whiskey ice instead of a uh, instead of wasting that uh, uh, you tell the bartender you you just you just you want the dirty bush or whatever you're drinking and and they'll just, especially if you're drinking uh, just just spirits and ice uh, they just put it in a few ice cubes and then fill it back up for you so you're not wasting any booze that that's that's a dirty blank but but for me typically a dirty bush or if they don't have bush mills a dirty jamie for the jameson. Who wins the Golden State Warriors-Portland game tonight? Well, I'm recording this show at halftime this evening. Portland has, I think, a 14-point lead at half. That said, they're in Oakland. They're in the Golden State. I still think Golden State finds a way to win this thing. And that is the last question from Fishby. The real last question, the man who we were just talking about moments ago, Isaiah the Tiny Player, our favorite executive producer, and he writes this evening, what's your second favorite bird? (laughs) What a a question. What a question. Well, my favorite bird is the peregrine falcon. And then my second favorite bird is a tie between the seagull and Larry Bird and the fictional seahawk. That's a tie, a tie for a second. That's, that's my second favorite bird. Uh, the seagull, a lot of people hate seagulls. The rat with wings, they say. I, no, I, I love seagulls. Or do they say that about bats? What, whatever. A lot of people hate seagulls. Not me. I have a, I have a tattoo that incorporates like a, three seagulls at the top of it. So I really like it. Anyway, let's move on to Paleta Bola de Fuego, shall we? which, of course, quite literally translates to the paddle ball of fire. Conrad Black, congratulations. Don't know who that is. Don't worry. No one does. It's really not important. What matters is he's the latest recipient of a Trump pardon. Trump just likes having that out there that he pardons people. You know, so it's not a surprise. Get that in the water. Power Ranger star Pua Maravisa Dead at 38. That's horrible. Donald Trump made $434 million last year. No word on how much he lost. I'm guessing more than $434 million. Chelsea Manning is going back to jail for refusing to comply with a subpoena and testify before the grand jury. If only the same rules applied to the executive branch. Jeez. And lastly, Emily Ratajkowski is posing naked to protest Alabama's new abortion law. And I encourage every supermodel to do the same thing. That's a wonderful idea, Emily Ratajkowski. Because if if you want to put those Alabama lawmakers on notice, notice, you do something very sexually suggestive on Instagram. I think think that's... uh, and in a weird in a, in a weird way, I'm, I'm making fun, but in a weird way, it's super smart because obviously those photos that are—I mean, there's no nudity, but but are a little bit more risque—obviously get more likes, get more attention, and therefore bring more attention to the to the truly draconian abortion law in Alabama. That's absolutely just fucking ridiculous. So, anyway, everyone, uh, yeah, short one tonight, real short one. Geez, but. Someone's got to get back for the second half of the ball game. Second half is coming. Anyways, you know I love you. Uh, If no one dies, uh, we'll all be back here tomorrow. Uh, Till then, life is short. Be good to each other. We'll talk then. Bye-bye.